to the Bushels and Barrels program. I am Ryan Peter, a day late, but not a dollar short. Been really busy around here on the farm, so I'm sure you guys will forgive me, but we are here. It is Saturday afternoon. Just got through with a thunderstorm that uh, looked a whole lot worse on the radar than it really turned out to be, and we are thankful for that. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can find me. I am, as usual, joined by my partner in truth. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Are you asking me, you guys? or I don't know you? who I'm asking that to. <laughs> Bushels in barrels one at gmail.com or P.O. Box 127 in Belmont, Illinois. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Tell us how you're doing. <laughs> I am I, I'm fine. You know, I'm still antsy. I want to be in the field. I've managed to get a... All but 100 acres of corn in the ground. Uh, so I'm di- I did really good this week. Um, probably got four or 500 acres of beans left to go. Mm-hmm. But we're getting there. Slow but sure. Did you already say how many acres left of corn you have? Yeah, I have 100 oh, acres left. 100 left of yeah. corn. In three. Okay. Got. I so ran until, what was it? It was Wednesday night. I ran till midnight mm. and got rained out. Yeah. I was in bed. Yep. Yeah. Been a long week. Mm-hmm. You've had some early mornings. And some late nights. Yes. But part of it. Yeah. You know. So we had a beautiful week. Uh, highs were probably in the upper 80s, low 90s mm-hmm. most days. So uh, basically all the corn that I've planted has, you can roll it in six days. Six to seven days. What's normal or average? Uh, depends on when you plant. <laughs> oh, okay. These guys that want to plant in the first day of April around here, they're probably going to sit around and wait for 15, 20 days for it to come out of the ground wow. just because everything's cold. Sure. But I like to plant it whenever it comes out of the ground ripping and snorting. Okay. And that's what you're seeing right now. That's what I'm seeing right now. Okay. We're awesome. going to get a cool down here. I think uh, we're going from a high of 91 on Saturday to a high of 68 on Sunday. So Wow. Big, big change there. Yeah. But luckily, we got through it without a bunch of severe weather. Uh, there was a tornado, small tornado, that touched down in Mount Carmel during this past week. Yes. So, uh, did a little bit of damage on the south end of the town, but uh, scattered trees down, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. no fatalities, no injuries that I've heard or read about. So, that's mm-hmm. good. That is great. So, anyway, what's going on in your world? In my world? Yes. Well, Alden and I played with a snapping turtle yesterday. You did? <laughs> I mean, we kind of harassed That's it. Probably it. not a good thing to play with, is no. it? No. How do you play with the snapping turtle? <laughs> I just poked it. With what? With a stick. With a stick. How long of a stick? It got mad at me. It was pretty short. <laughs> so That's dumb. I, I was screaming, and so was Alden. It was, it was hilarious. That's not a good idea. Hashtag adventure. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hashtag medical bills because I lost my finger. Jeez. It was about a foot and a half long, the stick was. I was far enough away. Yeah. He, he didn't jump too high or too far at me, so I was all right. With he snapped it. pretty quick, though, didn't he? <laughs> he showed it. For, for being a slow turtle, those things can rip their neck around and I open their know. mouth. I didn't know if it was a snapping turtle or not, so I had to like go back and find out. And as soon as I like went back towards it and it came at me, I'm like, oh, yeah, this thing's aggressive. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anybody who's a Snapchat friend of mine saw that little video of it. So <laughs> he's wanting to go on four wheeler rides like every single day. So well, it's warm out and it's a nice yeah. thing to do. Yeah. So I do that. And anytime we see a creature, we stop and check it out. And yeah. That was our creature yesterday. <laughs> Where'd you find it at? <laughs> Did you go by a pond or a ditch? It was on a, a lease or? road. It was on just a on a lease road. Yeah, he was just hanging out on a lease road. Huh. Yeah, he was gone whenever we came back that way, so. I'll be damned. Or else we would have stopped and played with it some more. But, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. These claws are kind of scary but anyway whatever yeah do you do, want me to do my shout outs yeah did you, did we get any mail here lately i know last week we didn't do it i do need out. to go to the p.o box i haven't been to the p.o box but uh well email yeah. is what i was talking about yes yeah I, we did we did andrew um sent an email about furries i haven't told you about any of the well you read about them some of them some of them so um he said that his mom and him follow the news at their the place where he grew up and the superintendent put out this blanket <laughs> statement that said this is absolutely not true it's oh not <laughs> so a lot like what we've seen around the country or the midwest anyways furries is not even a real thing and actually it is yeah it's not a real thing mm-hmm. but it's a real thing mm-hmm. yeah um, Rod and his bride, Jen, reached out. Um, kudos to the PB&Js, I believe. They are from North Central Indiana. Sweet. Yeah. Matthew, <laughs> he emailed in about 90s hip-hop and how it took him back to the Dirty Dale. <laughs> <laughs> the Dirty Carbondale. Yeah, and yes. Carbondale. <laughs> Hanging out in Carbondale. He went to Lakeland, too. So I think in that email he said he liked Cypress Hill. <laughs> I don't know. I was a fan of Cypress Hill back in the you day. Is Insane that... in the membrane. Oh, can you do a little? Nope. No, okay. Nope. <laughs> John from Southwestern Wisconsin, PB&Js. They're rolling hard in the fields right now. Good deal. Keep up yeah. the good work, boy. Kyle in Rock, Rockville, Indiana. He loves the podcast. Thank you, Kyle. Um, Uppy had emailed a few times, and I had forgotten to give. I forgot to give him a shout out. So he loves our podcast. We may. Or may not be his number one. Choice. Really? Yes. Now, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> Uppy is, uh, his name is Andrew, and he is mm-hmm. from Australia. He's a farmer in Australia. Mm-hmm. Met, met him through TikTok and uh, actually got to shake his hand in February. Yes. He was in the States. Yeah. He's just as cool as I ever imagined. He sure was. Man, he can drink some beers. Oh, he can? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> He's really cool. Really cool. So what's, Good dude. What up, Uppy? So, um, Ezra... Also was talking about windmills in McDowell County and the brownouts that are coming our way. The brownouts. The brownouts. Yeah. And I didn't look up what the difference in blackouts and brownouts, but I will tell you. I will look that up before the end of this program. Okay. The um, blackouts are making its way through the Southern Illinois news, like WSIL over in Carterville. Um, They're talking about blackouts and brownouts for the summer, too. Yeah. Yeah. So this so. summer, you can look forward to, mm-hmm. oh, J.P. Morgan Chase just came out with a uh, article this past week, mm. $6 gasoline, mm-hmm. $9 diesel, 150 to $180 a barrel oil, yeah. and blackouts and brownouts. Like Welcome to Joe Biden's America. Mm. Mm. Brandon said that he loves the combination of politics, news, and God. So he appreciates the podcast. And then yes. Kate, Katie also said, if Ryan likes PB&Js, he's got to try the Fluffer Nutter Sandwich. <laughs> the Fluffer Nutter Sandwich. The, the Fluffer Nutter. It's like a marshmallow spread with peanut butter. It doesn't sound that bad. 
Okay. Well, I'll have to get some. Yeah. And then make you a fluffernutter. I think they need to change the name. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> fluffernutter. Okay. <laughs> so um, we also had a comment on our Podbean account. This was the first time we had a comment on that, that account. Yeah. And um, he was asking about... He said, Jessica, you mentioned a sin is a sin is a sin and asked me what my thoughts were on uh, something like if a family member steals a loaf of bread for their family because their family is hungry and in need, um, how do you think God looks at that? And and last week, I didn't even know that it was biblical what I was saying. A sin is a sin is a sin is... And what I meant was that I don't feel like God categorizes our sin, like makes one worse than another. Here's the Bible verse. Ready? Go. Okay. James 2.10. Whoever keeps all of the laws except one is as guilty as a person who has broken all of God's laws. Hmm. Hmm. That's not my words. That is the written word. And that's the New Living Translation. So even the King James is is pretty close to what that says. So, so. and so from what you just read, mm-hmm. I guess there is no moral equivalency amongst sins. A sin is a sin is a sin. Stealing a dollar bill off somebody's dresser or off off somebody's countertop while you're at their house is as bad as murdering someone. Whoever keeps all of the laws except one is as guilty as a person who has broken all of the laws. So, huh. there you go. That is the word. That is God's word. So, take it and either believe that or don't believe that. Jessica? <laughs> I believe the Bible. I'm so. doomed. <laughs> <laughs> you are not. You're fine. And I and I really believe that God sees us at is our spirit man, if that makes any sense, versus like our body or flesh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what you mean. I'm going through I'm going through this Bible study, right? This Hebrews yes, uh, highlights. You, you mentioned that last mm-hmm. week. Yeah, and I, I really, really like it. Um it's called Hebrews Highlights. Andrew Womack does it. He's not a preacher, so he's not preaching. He is a Bible teacher. He ain't no preacher. He's a Bible teacher. Okay. 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 It's really, really good. Um, if you want to listen and learn about some of the great things in Hebrews, it is guaranteed to challenge the way that you've been taught. So listen in if you want to. I am on my second listening round. I've listened to all five teachings. Now I'm going back because listen I'm like, to them all again. Yeah, because I'm okay. like, do what? I have huh. to take that in again. So it's really, really. I, I mean, you want to talk about thought provoking? It is giving me some things that have challenged. And he, he goes into like, this is what religion has taught us. This is what preachers have taught us. He says, you know, preachers disagree with what I have to say because they put fear in their congregations of, oh, well, somebody has to come in and and do, we kind of have to scare them into confessing their sins every single week or else, you know, we're not going to get our Who time. does that? I do <clears throat> Not in the Catholic faith, they don't. Okay, well, I'm just saying that there are faiths and traditions that that do that. Um, they encourage their, you know, the, the, quote unquote, scaring to, the hell out of you, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to be a little bit politically correct when Stop I say it. Because, Stop well, it. Well, it's because no I don't political want to, correctness is allowed here. Okay. Well, I'm just saying I want I I 
I don't want to turn anybody off because I'm learning on my, I'm learning for myself too. I really enjoy this teaching. It really challenges the way that I'm thinking or the way that I've thought about how God sees me as a person. And, um, I'm just learning a lot from okay. it. So okay. I'm not a, I'm not a teacher. I'm not a Bible teacher. I don't claim to be, I'm, I'm not, I don't know the word. Like maybe I should, I guess. I don't know. I'm just a Christian. I'm learning about faith, grace, and mercy, and uh, my favorite verse this week. Go for it. What is it? Romans 3, 4. Okay. All right. Romans 3, 4. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let God be true and every man a liar, so that you are justified in your words and prevail when you are judged. Ha ha. That kind of goes along with what we talked about judging people last week. That's right. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. had I been guarded and, and like if I had my armor on with the word, I would have been like, you know what? A sin is a sin is a sin. And here's why. And that would have been like, uh, James two ten, <laughs> And I could have spit that out of you, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I still think there's got to be some sort of moral equivalency of, I, I mean, see, I don't, because sins. I do, I, I do because the Bible doesn't say that in there, it doesn't say God categorizes sins. Cause if you categorize one sin, then you have to categorize all of them. And nowhere in the Bible does it teach about that. So I, I just, it's the rational part of me. Okay. That, well, that says that. Okay. I, okay. Let, I, let me give but you an example. But the Bible doesn't say that. So what do you do? So <laughs> Timothy McVeigh, do you remember who he is? He's the Oklahoma guy. City bomber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I forget how many people he took out whenever he blew that U-Haul truck up right there beside that federal building. But he took out men Women and a bunch of children. Mm -hmm. Okay? Dead. I mean, he killed them. Yeah. Innocent people. Well, I can't imagine that on my last day, whenever I'm standing there ready to touch Jesus' face, Mm -hmm. and, you know, he's going over my list of bad deeds, and he says, well, Ryan, you know. But remember whenever I said, I think that God sees us for the spirit that we are and that we are in the, like, we look like Christ. We are made in his image. Yeah. And that's in perfect image. Like, I think that's the way that God sees us. So he, he even saw Timothy McVeigh that way. Well, like, think about the people that um, took down the twin, t- you know, the twin towers. Sure. Yeah. I think that God loves them just the same as he loves you and I. Now, were they living for God at that moment? Absolutely not. But how do you categorize, how can you categorize sin? And I don't know enough about this to like have a in-depth, you know, spiritual, biblical conversation about this. All I know is that in this verse and what I've been learning about, I, I, Nowhere in the Bible does it categorize your sin. Okay. So that is where I'm coming. That's what, it's very. Well, do you see where I'm coming from? No, I absolutely understand what you're saying. I you know, absolutely like, understand. You know, I keep get ho- it. Keep holy the Sabbath. That's a, that's a commandment, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've broke that regularly. Mm-hmm. I work on Sundays. Some Sundays I don't even make it to church. I don't think that I'm going to be judged quite as hard for that. Is what a guy like Muhammad Atta or Timothy McVeigh is going to be know. charged for killing all these innocent people? Yeah. I just don't think I, I, I maybe I, you know what? We'll find out someday. No human being can keep all of the law. No, of course Zero. not. Of course not. That's the reason why you have to ask for forgiveness. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Okay. So, yeah. 
Anyway. Jesus paid the price one time. Sure did. For all sin. Yeah. For every one of us. Absolutely. But you still can't go around acting like a hoodlum. Well, if Jesus is in your heart, you don't have the desire to. So what if Jesus is not in your heart? Is then, that a sin? Then you probably don't know. Then I think that you're bound by... by I don't know the answer to what you're asking. And then you're trying to get me. Oh, and I'm I, not either. Yeah. We're just having a conversation. Yeah. And everybody's listening. Yeah. Well, I don't know, honey. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sharing what I am learning. Okay. And it is very interesting to me because I've looked at it like what, how you have. And when I said a sin is a sin is a sin last week, I mm-hmm. honestly thought Oh, gosh, I just don't think that God can look at, you know, homosexuality and abortion. And, like, those two things are sin, right, supposedly? Sure. But I think that God, in in the way that I learned through this teaching of the actual scripture, God looks at all sin the same. Because a sin is a sin is a sin. And if you break one of his laws, then it's like you've broken all of them. Hmm. So if you don't keep the Sabbath, then it's like you've broken all of them. Because no man can break, no man can keep all of them. No, I and get that. And I think that. that's the point. I get that. The point of it is that, you know, the law is there for us to uh, abide by, but realize that we on our own cannot, we can't keep it on our own. We can't keep the laws. <laughs> so we have to like say, okay, Jesus, I can't do this on my own. I can't, I can't keep these laws and um, I need your mercy, and thank you for giving me mercy and and showing me grace. And uh, and okay. then and then he was crucified and died for all of the sins one time. We ought to find somebody huh. who is who a priest or a, a pastor or just somebody who is well read in theology. Bring them on the show, maybe for a B and B bonus, and oh. ask them questions. Okay. So if you are or you know of out there somebody who would be worthy of answering some of these questions, I'm I think it'd probably make for some pretty good listening. It probably yeah, it would. I'm just okay. So I'm taking our listeners along my spiritual yeah, yeah, they might be bored as heck with it, but I think it's real life. Sure. Like I really do. And this is a conversation between a husband and a wife. You were you're Catholic. I was grown up Baptist. So we have two totally different perspectives on you know a belief system or a, or a uh, doctrine is what sure. I'm trying to say sure. so anyway that's, okay that's my thought yeah very good conversation yeah what else you want to talk about <laughs> I don't well, know speaking of church while we're yeah. on church did you hear about yeah. Nancy Pelosi oh yes I did <laughs> in a she... random act of leadership amongst uh, among the Catholic Church uh-huh. or in the Catholic Church they have barred her from getting Holy Communion from taking it from taking holy communion on Sundays because of her stance on abortion and the killing of innocent babies. Hmm. It's about damn time. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that is one thing being a Catholic and even in our own uh, parish here in Mount Carmel, I know of Catholics who support Joe Biden supported Barack Obama Catholics who are liberals and albeit most of them are nice people. I have nothing against them. I always wondered how that works. How do you answer that? How are you a Catholic but support a candidate who supports abortion? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. 
Like there is a disconnect there, a big Why one. don't you understand that though? Like, can you explain that in well, words? Well, what are you? Are you a Catholic or are you a liberal? Well, because it's I mean, kind of hard you, to be both. How is that? Why? Yeah. Liberals, pretty much broadly speaking here, they believe pro-choice. They believe a woman should be able to terminate a pregnancy of a perfectly healthy, innocent child. Kill the kid. At any given time. At any given time. Up to 40 weeks. In some and if cases. you're in Virginia, they, you can have the baby and within the first 24 hours, mm-hmm. murder it. Mm-hmm. Remember whenever uh, Ralph, Ralph Notham said, you know, mm-hmm. well, we'll just keep the baby comfortable while the mother decides. Jeez. Like, how disgusting is that? But anyway, how can you be a Catholic and support a candidate like that? It flies directly. Well, how can you, in, not even a Catholic, but how can you be a Christian well, and support that? We're talking about Nancy Pelosi. That's true. And, and Catholicism. This is the Catholic Church. Yes. yes. Okay. That's what. That's all I'm yeah. talking. I'm not going to speak for any other denomination of anything. Gotcha. But I do not understand how anybody who is a Catholic can support a liberal candidate. Uh-huh. I just don't. Or, or a pro-choice candidate, I should say. I mean, of, of if it, of everything that that. that morally in your heart you you should stand for the innocence of a child (laughs) Mm. an unborn child a defenseless unborn child Mm -hmm. that should be number one Mm -hmm. and that's what the catholic church teaches believe it or not i mean there's been times i've wondered if the pope was going to come out and say you know there are times whenever but luckily he didn't and uh this um Bishop in this diocese where Pelosi goes to church, who made this, you know, uh, uh, statement that she's not going to be allowed to get communion, mm-hmm. uh, the Pope came back, came out and backed this bishop. Mm. So it was a real deal. I mean, yeah, the highest of the high agreed with it. Wow. So I was really glad. But see, once again, I just don't understand. Like Pelosi, how can you be pro-choice but then be Catholic? I don't get it. Because that's not what the faith teaches you to right. believe, right? That's exactly right. Okay. And these are the, the core foundation blocks that a person's life is built on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how the hell does that happen? Isn't it so funny that everybody who's pro-choice has already been born? Yeah, Ronald Reagan <laughs> said that a long time ago. You know, I, I crack up and I, I physically laugh out loud. And I've heard it more than once here the past two weeks driving a tractor. Listen to the radio. You know, you have these... Uh, protests going on in front of the Supreme Court justices house and they'll interview a few of these just I mean dim bulbs that's mm-hmm. out there protesting mm-hmm. and they say they say uh you know you're taking away women's rights mm-hmm. you don't stand for rights you you claim to stand for freedom and free people and what are you doing you're taking away our rights and I'm like you are so stupid no we're not taking away your rights we're preserving the right of the unborn, mm-hmm. the right to life. Absolutely. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're not taking away your right. You don't have a right to kill somebody. You don't. I don't. Do you? No. I don't think anybody listening to us has a right to kill anybody. Mm-hmm. Murder. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say kill. I should say murder. Okay. So whenever these people that's protesting say things like that, it's like, no, we are we are preserving the right to life mm-hmm. of an unborn human being who made no choice to be where they're at right now, but they are at the mercy of the government 
and the, and a mother who right now has a choice to get rid of this baby. Mm-hmm. Well, if you outlaw abortion, then they're just going to go do it illegally. Well, you know what? Then they're a criminal and they should be prosecuted as such. Yeah. I'm serious. If, if you outlaw abortion, they're going to go do it illegally. Well, doesn't that work for guns too? If you outlaw guns, they're just going to get them illegally. <laughs> all of their all of their arguments are just they, they're just silly because you get <laughs> well i mean the same liberals that want pro-choice each other. yeah and, and warn us that if we outlaw abortion these same liberals say well they're gonna get them illegally are the same liberals that want to take away all of our guns as we on the right stand there and go okay well fine what about the people that's going to be criminals anyway and get them illegally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's the same damn argument mm-hmm. but whatever I, I i hope i hope roe versus i hope roe versus wade is overturned i believe it, we'll see that and it, I, and I do it doesn't mean it. that it's that abortion is going to be outlawed it's just going to be left up to states right state by state if a state says abortion is illegal in our state the state has the right to do that and the federal government will not do anything to intervene mm-hmm. end of story mm-hmm. but let's just say indiana goes pro-life illinois of course will be pro-choice doesn't mean somebody from indiana can't drive over here and get an abortion it's just i don't know it's a step in the right direction absolutely and you know um i did listen to um on on the liberty council they had put out a podcast about the abortion stuff when it first came out and he had actually talked about um desantis and how this is the first step remember how we mentioned a few weeks ago that desantis signed a bill that no abortions after 15 weeks and i said well why didn't he make it at birth or i'm sorry at conception yeah we were like we don't know why well that they had to go through this process at 15 weeks first before they could get down to conception. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is the process of, of getting it there. So I, I did... So they're on the path Yes, then. they are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got you. Of, of well, that's good. A, of having a 100% pro-life state in Florida. Yeah. So since abortion is murder and death, did mm-hmm. you see my TikTok earlier this week? <laughs> well, which a, one? <laughs> about me farming around that uh, old burial site? Yes, I thought you were talking about the Bone Gap and Browns. No. <laughs> which are cities or villages <laughs> that are really close to us. So, um. so, folks, I know most of you that's listening uh, see and listen to my TikToks. The question I was ultimately asking was not really, uh, should I pick this this headstone up and move it and just farm over this because this baby was born in 1951 or not 19 1851 so can you died in 1852 can you go back and like tell everybody who doesn't have tiktok like okay so what it's about here's what happened i farmed this piece of property for a lady a sweet lady for probably 11 12 years now and out in middle of this field uh right behind a house but it's in the middle of the field is it's not a it's not a headstone it's 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 a pile of rocks and it has a couple fence posts around it. And I was always told somebody is buried there. So farm around it. But I mean, it is a dilapidated, nobody ever visits it, whatever. And mm-hmm. I just happened to have some time the other day, whenever I was planting that field, and I just got off the tractor and I started picking around those rocks. And lo and behold, I found half of a headstone. Like mm-hmm. it was busted in half mm-hmm. or whatever. And the half that I saw, I saw born 1851 i think is what it said died 1852 so it was a baby it was Mm, an infant one year old yeah nearly 200 years ago we're talking 175 years ago wow so um my question i made a tiktok about it 
And my question, I think a lot of people misconstrued what I was saying. They thought that I was saying something along the lines of, should I, you know, this is, this baby has been gone forever. It's the only person buried here. You know, they thought I was saying, I'm going to pick up this headstone, pick up these rocks, move them to the edge of the field and just farm over this area. Hmm. Because there's, I mean, the, the lady that owns the ground said, I have no idea who's buried there. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. And, and my parents didn't know. Nobody knows. We just know there's somebody buried there. And that's just the way it's been ever since I've ever been around. She's like 80. So you spray the weeds and then you farm around this area. Yes. Yeah. You just yes. farm around it. You farm around the, the, the four fence posts and yeah. this pile of rocks. Okay. 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 Well, my, my question, and I don't think I must not have said it good enough is, is there ever a time whenever dust is considered turned back to dust, AKA this is where you were buried. You're no longer even here. 200 years later, mm-hmm. I, I doubt there's even a bone left. Hmm. You know? So what was the point? What is there ever a time that a cemetery can be turned back into productive ground oh. or developed upon without moving the body? Just mm. it served its purpose for the time that it was here. Our society would say, how disrespectful of you to even think that. I know that. <laughs> I know that. But as a, as a man of faith, uh-huh. I think whenever I die, I'm done. Uh-huh. Sure. Obviously, Cohen and Alden would probably like to see me buried somewhere or after I'm uh, cremated, you know, my ashes may be buried somewhere or spread somewhere where they just know it. Uh-huh. And that's all well and good. But Alden and Cohen might have grandkids down the road who have grandkids down the road. And we're talking eight generations ago. Yeah. Yeah. These people, these, the people that are direct descendants of whoever this poor child is that died well, I, it's not even direct, indirect, have no idea this child is even here. So at what point does a cemetery need to be turned back into just normal Ground. property? Hmm. You know, and one guy commented on my thread. He said, well, yeah, I don't see them dragging a chisel plow through Arlington anytime soon. Okay, valid point. Very valid point. Yeah, I know. I get it. But, you know, my grandpa... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Back whenever he was uh, alive, I asked him one day, uh, Grandpa, are you going to be cremated or just, you know, have a headstone and be buried in a cemetery? He goes, no, I'm getting cremated. Mm-hmm. He said, if we all just end up with a headstone in a cemetery, theoretically, the whole world is going to be a cemetery at some point. <laughs> well, think about that. That's true, though, <laughs> isn't mean, it? Yes, yeah. it really is. Okay. So I, yeah. I, and you know, I guarantee you out here in the, across the fruited plain where we farm, I mean, maybe not us, but I, when I say we farm, I'm talking about all the farmers in the United States. Yeah. Okay. Inevitably we're farming over probably a burial site. We don't even know it Ah. because it, maybe it wasn't marked or maybe uh-huh. it's just, maybe there was that farmer that eventually is like, dude, that was like 150 years ago. Dust has returned to dust. Mm-hmm. There's no family that ever comes and visit this place anymore because they don't even know who this person was. I'm going to pick up the headstone, move to the edge of the field. I'm going to farm it. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, and I'm, there's no right or wrong answer. I, it's a thought-provoking question. Is there ever a time whenever we as humans can say, yep, dust has returned to dust? Okay, so say we bury you right back here. Yeah. Right out the window. Sure. Right here in the back, the 19 <laughs> acres behind my house. And 70 years from now, 
Cohen and Cohen and Alden are getting after it, and they're like, "Well, there's Dad. We got to farm around to make sure again, you know. yeah." <laughs> but see, that's Cohen and Alden. That's direct. I'm just saying, me. I'm just saying. And then, you know, they get a little bit older and they're pondering this question when they're in their 40s. Yeah. And or when Alden's in his 40s, so Cohen will be older. So what do you think they'll sit back and say, you know what, dad would say this is OK. We can go ahead and farm over him. I think they. Uh, well, I mean, I would tell them if it was if it was me. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, of course, I'm going to tell you right now. Unless I just want to be a pain in their ass, I'm not going to be buried middle of the field. <laughs> I know. You know? I know. I know where you're going. So, <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I The more that I got to thinking about that huh. and pondering that question, I was like, I just wonder. How, yeah, yeah. You know, because like. I did read some of the comments on there and oh my gosh. Some of them were funny. Well, but there was a lot of them going, ooh, you're going to get bad juju. Oh yeah. You, ooh, you you're going to get see, bad juju. That was the thing. These people, they, they, <laughs> a lot of these people that commented did not get what I was saying. Yeah. I wasn't saying, should I, I wasn't asking them a question. Should I pick it up or should yeah. I not? I was asking, is there ever a time that it can be picked up? Huh. You know, and a lot of people was like, well, you, you, you know, you need to get a hold of the coroner and yeah. maybe the remains could be reinterred. You know, in other words, dig up the body and move it. Well, mm -hmm. hell, eight generations ago, an infant child, I am sure, virtually positive, there's probably nothing left. Yeah. You know, I bet it was a pine box. Well, that's rotted by now. Mm -hmm. And and I, I'm going to guess the bones, unless they somehow or another became fossilized, they're gone too. Mm -hmm. But I, I just wonder, it was just a thought-provoking question interesting i've never thought about it yeah. i've never thought about it. well i'm not in the middle of a field farming around it every year to think about it and so. the analogy that i gave is mm -hmm. do you remember our, our cousin pearl yes she died of cancer she was in her 70s maybe closer to 80 uh, she died of cancer last fall and she's over from around Muscuta, illinois over there towards st louis and her family she wanted to be cremated and spread on i'm thinking it was her family's farm ground because mm. her family farms over there. Mm -hmm. So that's what they did. Mm -hmm. So we're farming over her. What's the difference? I bet you, I bet <laughs> the people that were replying to you and responding to you are not farmers. Some of them are. Dusty did. Okay. 4880 okay. 48, yeah. Dusty? Yeah. Okay. Up in North Dakota? Yeah. All right. Yeah, and well, he said, he, "Well, he said preserve the dignity of the of the gravesite and farm around it." Yeah, but he also said, "If it was me, mm -hmm. me being you know myself as a man of faith, mm -hmm. I don't care what they do because I'm gone." Right. Well, I, I am now with God. Mm -hmm. My body is all that's left behind. Mm -hmm. Well, when does dust turn back to dust? That's Weird. my question. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, ever since you made that TikTok and I watched it and I read through the comments, you know what's been on my TikTok? What's that? A bunch of ghost stuff. <laughs> bad juju yeah there were so many comments about bad juju don't do it you'd be bad juju yeah yeah it's weird baby ghosts and stuff like that yeah. like which okay folks listen i'm not and i haven't i thought about stitching a couple of those comments or re yeah. responding to them folks i'm not going to move it it's not my it's not my property yeah yeah i don't own that ground i would never do that if i didn't own the property especially mm -hmm. but even if even, let's just say that i do end up buying that someday and here we are. Now it's my ground, but this grave is here. I don't know whether I don't know that I would move it. I, I think I would have to talk to a coroner mm -hmm. to know exactly what the laws are. Mm -hmm. um, so it's to be determined. Yeah, I just don't what know. I don't decision. know how that works. Okay. 
So you didn't really get an honest feedback. You got the like. I got societal, everybody saying, "Leave it, yeah. leave it, leave it." <laughs> Don't just farm around it. Of you course, got the you know, politically correct ben, answer. Like, don't don't touch it. You're gonna get bad juju, right? Because that's socially acceptable right, right now. Some yeah. guys would be like, plow right through it, plow it under, and just farm the shit. They're really? gone. Oh yeah, there was a couple people okay. that said that. Tony Reed, okay. he had a funny comment. He said, "Meet him halfway in the middle and just no till over it." <laughs> <laughs> you guys get a lot of crap for your no tilling. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, but anyway, I, okay. I did I did want to bring that up on this podcast because I don't know. And if you guys have any any ideas or, or any opinions about it or know any laws about it, uh-huh. bushels and barrels one at gmail.com. I'd love to hear them. Sure. I'd love to know. So huh. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you hear the dif- disinformation board was put on hold? I did. Yeah. What was her name? Nina Jankowitz. Or something like that. Yeah, Nina Jankowicz couldn't. Yeah. She, she couldn't handle the fire of the kitchen. No, you know? she couldn't. Yeah, it was getting too hot for her. She had to resign. Yeah. Do you know they hired somebody else? They did, but they don't mm-hmm. want you to know that. Right. They don't want me to know that. But yeah, this disinformation board is not going anywhere. They're going to keep censoring you. Oh yes. Taking away your right to freedom of speech. I think that's why it's important to get on Truth Social. They can't take it down. Right. They can't take it down. Oh, for sure. For sure. So but anyway, all this disinformation i am so sick of it since when can a person not tell a lie think about that i am trying to since when did it become illegal to tell a lie it's not illegal they're trying to make it illegal no the democrats lie every day damn right but now they're trying to make the truth a lie how much how much did Fauci lie to the American people? Wear your mask. Don't wear your mask. You know, we don't need to wear a mask. We how much wear did Fauci mm. lie? Oh, do we need to do a Fauci update? I think so. Fauci's back. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, he is back, Dr. Fauci, <laughs> and I have a, <laughs> I do have a couple sound bites of him from, the first one was back in 2020, the beginning of the pandemic, regarding masks. The pandemic. And then now, he gave a, uh, the graduation speech at some university somewhere who Fauci gave a graduation speech he addressed the graduates yes he addressed students that he like shut down he's oh my gosh yeah, no like, shit <laughs> like what yeah <laughs> I'm still trying to process this whole but, thing but okay. anyway in his address which I will play here in just a minute uh-huh. he addresses misinformation oh of course he so does. let's uh let's be reminded of Dr. Fauci oh. You need to keep your mask on. Even when you shave, you better wear a mask. (laughs) Let's be reminded of what he said back in March of 2020. When you're in the middle of an outbreak, wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better, and it might even block a, a droplet, but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. And often, there are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course, of course. But when you think masks, you should think of healthcare providers needing them and people who are ill. Okay, so there you go. 
Masks aren't that important. If you're healthy, you don't need to wear one. Mm. Is that what you just gathered off of that comment? Yeah. 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 That was in March of 2020. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't have the sound bites right now, but we all know what happened later on that summer of 2020 than all through 2021. Portland was burning down. You, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the only time you didn't have to wear a mask is if you were protesting. Right. But most of them did to hide their identity. <laughs> yeah, it worked out real good. <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> Sorry. You know, I, that's one I didn't I didn't come up with this, but I heard somebody say it one day. It used to be illegal to wear a mask in a bank. Mm -hmm. You know, you'd get the cops called on you. Well, then it turned into if you didn't have a mask on, you were told to leave. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, all, all, all through the summer of 2020, all through 2021, Fauci just completely reverses course. We've got to wear a mask everywhere. You wear a mask indoors. You wear a mask outdoors. If you're two years old or above, you wear a mask. Yeah. I mean, they shut down playgrounds. You remember that? They oh, shut yeah. down playgrounds. I have a picture from West Salem, which is another village very close to us, a small village, where they have it like taped off. It's roped off. Yes. Do not enter. Exactly. So <laughs> very you, sad. So Fauci, is, yeah. he's given this uh, commencement address, and he's talking about misinformation. Well, which one is right, Mr. Fauci? Mm. Are masks not for the healthy, or are masks for everyone all the time? Well, here's what he said about misinformation. I can't wait to hear last this. week. It is our collective responsibility to not tacitly accept the normalization of untruths, because if we do, we invite danger to ourselves, our families, our communities and our country. This is how a society declines into a way of life where veracity becomes subservient to propaganda rather than upheld as a guiding principle for creating and sustaining a just social order. I urge you, apply your analytic skills, which you have honed here at Roger Williams University, to discern and challenge weak assertions and to renounce pronouncements built on untruths. He said a whole lot of nothing right there. I was just going to say the same thing. Like, what is exactly, what exactly is he saying? Pro okay, Dr. Fauci, please tell me about this propaganda uh. that you speak of. Which was propaganda? Was it propaganda that healthy people don't need to wear a mask? Or was it propaganda that everybody should wear a mask all the time, no matter where you're at, no matter how old you are, your health condition, anything. Not just one mask, two masks. Yeah, Not before just two too masks, long. Three masks. And do you remember also he came out and said, okay, two, we need to double mask and goggles. He tried the goggles thing that one day. He did. He did. And I, it's like, what the hell, man? And Biden, hell, he still I, gets off the plane. I just saw <laughs> I just saw him getting off the plane with the mask on the other day. Yeah. And then what does he do? He gets to the bottom of the steps of Air Force One. So he's walking down the steps of Air Force One with his mask on by himself. He didn't fall, though, right? He did not fall. That's good. But fun. he walked down the steps. Bless his heart. Successfully. Mm -hmm. Got to the bottom. Takes his mask off, sticks his hand out, and shakes somebody's hand. And then looks really confused. And starts talking yeah, to him. Yeah, exactly. It just looks really Now, what confused. the hell? It doesn't make How much sense. sense does that make? It makes zero sense. It would make more sense if a mask does any good to mm -hmm. not have it on walking down the steps. You get and to the bottom step, it on. you put it on, then then introduce yourself, it's, start shaking hands. It's it's just all a bunch of theater. TV, yeah, that's what it's for. It's just a bunch of damn theater. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I don't know. It, it, 
I know, and right now they're start talking again, these COVID upticks. They're going to try to bring this back like hell. But have you not heard about the monkeypox Yeah, I, I, I have that oh, wrote down here. Is it written down? Yeah, the monkeypox. <laughs> have you guys heard of the monkeypox? Yeah. So you have the chicken pox. And I've never even heard of the monkeypox. This okay. is the next big one, I guess. Yeah, it is. And mm-hmm. avian flu. Do you remember that um, there was like monkeys released it? There was a wreck or something, and then they like escaped. Like along the side of a highway? Yeah. No. That was a few months ago. Where um, at? I can't remember where exactly. In America? I could look it up, but we're not allowed to use our phones, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, there was a there was a uh, there was a monkey outbreak. They I don't know where they were being transported from to if it was zoo or if it was scientist scientific research i have no idea what they were doing they're in the back of this van and then the van like (laughs) let these monkeys out on accident due to a vehicle crash or something happened the monkeys got out of course they were out for a few days and then did uh, they round them back up they eventually did yes but not before some gay guy found one Ryan, I don't know. Hey, the CDC, who we were supposed to trust, and the WHO both noticed that a group of cases that involved these people were either gay, bi, or men who had sex with men. That's who were that's that's who they what? noticed in the United Kingdom was getting monkeypox. It's truth. Oh, okay. Epoch Times. I read it right there. I have it written down right here. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. so okay, all right. So those are the ones who are prone to getting and receiving monkey. That's pox. that's what one of the lines in this uh, article said. I don't think it's just that, but they yeah. did note that. So that's oh. the reason I said. So there's this. I didn't know there was a van that wrecked with monkeys in them, but yeah. obviously one of those poor monkeys in got, the states. Yeah, this was in the states. So okay, so yeah. I'm. But still, obviously, <laughs> one of those poor monkeys. Right. <laughs> But he ran back. I can't take you. I can't take you right now. I can't do it. I bet you he was running like a raped ape. Right. <laughs> but doom. Oh yeah. Let me tell you how funny that was. <laughs> so That's awful, ain't it? So, so I guess. Uh, I guess. In the- so, but there's a vaccination for monkeypox out, and now they're pushing the vaccination. Oh, good, I'm, and I'm sure all the deaths yeah. associated with that will be deleted from VARES as well. Yeah. Because did you read the thousands of deaths just this past week and adverse reactions was all deleted from VARES? And they're trying to figure out who's doing it. You're kidding. Uh-uh. That was on the Epoch Times as well. Really? Yep. When When did they report that, or do you have a date uh, on that? It was sometime this week. Yeah, it's the okay. 20th or 21st of May. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, and they're trying to figure out who's doing it. So whoever's gotten into the VAR system is probably the same. Like, I wonder if Dominion is connected. Like, Dominion <laughs> yeah, voting kidding. systems? Once again, Ooh. these liberals are not stupid. They are evil. You know, one thing I want I want to touch on this. Like, last week you said that these people are evil. Yes, they are absolutely evil. I and truly believe that. And you think that this this baby formula shortage is a, is part of a sinister plan? Can you yeah, explain, yeah. Can you explain that? Well, I don't know how it fits all together. Okay. But it just seems funny to me that like okay, what caused it? What the hell caused it? Truthfully, we're told a recall. We're told the FDA shut down this mm-hmm. this one factory. Mm-hmm. Did nobody? Okay, if that's the truth, if that is the truth, did nobody step back and go, now wait a second? If we shut down this this uh, baby formula production factory mm-hmm. and it makes 
you know, over half of the baby formula or whatever the percentage is, a huge amount of the baby formula in America. Um, we probably better not do that. We better, if we're going to shut this one down, we better make sure we have another supplier somewhere else that's going to pick up the difference mm. or make up the difference. Th- th- once again, that's why, I, why is there so much at the border, the southern border? Why is there so much baby formula? Yeah. You know, this is a this is what third world countries do. We are not Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. This is what third world shitholes have is shortages of food. And once again, for the most vulnerable of us all, a baby. What is it with the Biden administration this war on babies? Mm-hmm. I don't get that. You you have to be evil. Mm. Flat ass evil. Mm-hmm. To let this go on. These people are not stupid. I'm telling you. They're smart enough to know whenever they shut the FDA, who is controlled by Biden, mm-hmm. they are smart enough to know whenever they shut down this factory, um, uh, well, we probably better come up with a, a plan B here for getting more baby f- formula on the shelves. Mm-hmm. They're smart enough to know that. But they never did. They never did. Right. You know, and Biden's not the one who's who's doing this. I really think Obama's are, are behind well, a lot of it. But, I mean, because he was like, you know, if we would have known this was going to happen, um, if we would have been better fortune readers. I do agree. This is, a, this is Obama's <laughs> third term is what this is. And it works out well for Obama because Biden's going to take the fall for all this shit, even though Obama, in my opinion, is probably in the background pulling all the strings. Yeah. That's my opinion. Well, then Elon came out and said, whoever controls that teleprompter is the one who's controlling everything. He came out this week and said that. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Man, have you seen the war that they're waging on Elon now? They took Tesla off the S&P 500. So guess what? He comes out. He comes out a few. I don't know. Was it a few years ago? Maybe in 2018. He said, if there is ever a scandal about me, please hashtag Elon Gate. Elon Gate. Elon Gate. Yeah. So, um, they, <laughs> so then Truth Social got up and they were like, "What up, Elon Gate? We know that this isn't true." You know. So there, there's a whole movement. And you know, the day before this whole um, story came out about Elon and this flight attendant or the SpaceX attendant, whoever it was, that says that she was sexually molested. Assault, yeah, Business yeah. Insider did mm-hmm. a big story on this yeah. this lady who claims to be assaulted yeah. by Elon Musk. The day before this story w- was released, Elon comes out on Twitter and says, in the near future, in the very near future, there will be a lot of lies spread about me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Only because he's exposing Twitter for what it is. He's not following the left's narrative. He's not. And yeah. that's that's going to cause him problems in the mainstream media. Yeah, and in the interview that he did this week also, which he does a lot of interviews, but um, he was like, you know, I'm going to vote Republican next time. Yep. Next he time said, I'm going to do yep, it. He said, I'm voting Republican next time. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And he's ne- he and he said in that same interview, he's never voted Republican for. I, now, if because if, I know Elon's probably a listener of this podcast. <laughs> I would suggest to do his due diligence even when it comes to voting for Republicans because there's a lot of asshole Republicans out there, too. Right. Pieces of shit like John McCain type Mm -hmm. Republicans. We don't need those people. We don't need Mitch McConnell's anymore. Mm -hmm. We need more Tim Scott's. We we need more Ron DeSantis type Trump types. Mm -hmm. Uh, American first. Yeah. Policy. You know, that's that's what we need. Yep. Mm -hmm. But I, I just I find it incredible and predictable as well, the all-out assault on Elon Musk that is going yeah. on right now. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is he's got so much money. He's so powerful. 
I, they can't take him down. They didn't make him anyway. But you know what scares me the most is that the people who only read the headlines and actually believe the headlines. That's what scares me the most. That's true. Because there are people that but, only believe headlines. But you know what? Even at that, even at that, big deal. Yeah. Elon's not running for a for a elected position. Mm-hmm. So even if they do, but let's say somebody does read this headline, the Business Insider's story about him uh, assaulting a woman. Well, it must be true. Big deal. So they think that. Then yeah, what? They're not right. going to buy a Tesla? Right. They probably weren't going to buy one anyways. Most of us yeah. aren't. Right. You know, but you know, he was, he was the left's golden boy, you know, with Tesla and all the mm-hmm. electrical semis. You know, he came out with the first electrical semi. Yeah. That you have to pre-order. You have to pre-order them for a million dollars. You have to pay up front. Yeah. Million dollar, make you holla. And then they'll And then build they'll build it, for, it you. for you. Yeah. And then see if it works. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you get on the road to find out there's not a whole lot of semi-charging stations out there. <laughs> I, no. Mm-mm. Once again. And, and once once more these Teslas and these electric semis do get on the road, mm-hmm. that's going to contribute to more rolling blackouts and, brown and brownouts. Outs. I'm still going to look that up before the end of this program, okay? Okay. Definitely. <laughs> But anyway, you know, yeah. so so we're dealing with uh, no. nearly six dollar diesel right now, five dollar gasoline. Uh-huh. I mean, just shit show for the world. Guess what Biden is really pushing right now? What in his one trillion dollar infrastructure bill that he signed last November? Uh-huh. He's gonna he's wanting to put a massive amount of money into bike lanes, bicycle lanes. Do what now? Bicycle on lanes. the interstate. I'm gonna <laughs> assume it's probably just in big cities, but I don't know. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, you know, is there, I want to know, do, are people requesting this? No, no. It's being shoved down our freaking throat. Mm -hmm. That's not freedom. Mm -hmm. If somebody is requesting this and they really want bike paths, that should be a city by city state type deal. I absolutely agree with that. Not a federal program. I do absolutely agree with that. But this $1 trillion infrastructure bill, you want to spell more inflation? There you go. There you go. That's where, where they're getting that money? Hot off the printing presses. <sighs> Which, as I've said a million times, I'll say it a million and one. That's just nothing more but another tax that you don't see yet. that you're paying. Yeah. No, no, not yet. It's right now. I. <sighs> you're paying that tax right now. You know, it, it is. I said this three or four weeks ago about the oil business and how a hundred dollar oil is so different today than what it was back in two thousand eight. I, I can't stress enough: the inputs are so freaking high to get anything done in the oil field right now. When it comes to buying equipment, buying tubing, buying rods, buying pipe, buying casing, everything, it's become so expensive. I mean, I, w- I was talking to—I can't remember who I was talking to earlier this week on the phone. Oh, it's Corey Book down in Texas. Mm-hmm. And he asked his man, he's like, man, you ripping it in the oil company, you know, doing real good with these higher prices. I'm, as long as nothing breaks down, I'm doing okay. Yeah. The second something breaks down, it, the price to fix this stuff is so outrageous. I almost need $200 oil. Mm. Which would be com- comparable to 2007 gas prices, right? That'd be comparable to 2008. Remember, 2008, adjusted yeah. for inflation, when oil yes. hit $140 in 2008... Adjusted for inflation, that would be $190 today. And we are not even close. We're not even close. I mean, we're, I think we're floating around $110 to $115 a barrel this so week. So we haven't even seen bad. I, I don't, I just, like I've said, just, I feel like something is going to break. 
I don't know where it's going to be and how it's going to, and I don't, mm. and it doesn't mean you're going to starve to death. I, I, I don't buy into all this shit. If we're going to have mass starvation, like some of these conspiracy theorists are here in America that, that grocery stores shelves are going to be bare. I do believe that certain things, uh, might be lacking, but all in all, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to starve to death because of all of this mm-hmm. <laughs> and until, well, I don't know. You, you keep letting Pete Buttigieg and Joe Biden, uh, meddle with, uh, transportation and, uh, and food and, and energy. Maybe, maybe there will be some people get kind of hungry, but I mean, mm. shit, it, you look at the price of, of a barrel of oil right now, adjust it for inflation, from 2008 to today, it should be 190. It makes sense. If oil was 190 bucks, it'd be a hell of a lot easier to fix these things to keep oil coming out of the ground. It's such a catch 22. Hmm. It's just so weird. It, and I, I don't, I and don't know. It's not there yet. Will it get there? Hmm. I mean, at some point, shit, wages aren't keeping up with how this inflation. No, you got 30 or 40% inflation in the past quarter. Well, shit, man. Are the are, is everybody that's out here working getting a thirty or forty percent raise? No, to keep up with it. No, that's the problem. Yeah, and I'm not saying that everybody's entitled to a thirty forty percent wage. I, I'm the guy that thinks there should be no such thing as a minimum wage. Mm. I disagree with that whole thing altogether. There should be no minimum wage. It should be you agree to work for whatever I'm offering, or you just don't work for me and you go find a job mm-hmm. somewhere else. It, it should be an agreement between one person and, and another. Not a federally mandated number. Because like Rush always used to say, well, if minimum, if minimum wage is great at $10, why not make it 30 mm-hmm. Hell, let's really help these people out. Well, you can't do that. Well, the, why not? You're saying that 10 is enough. How can, well, Let's make their life real good. Mm-hmm. Well, 30 is just too much. Well, minimum wage is never supposed to be. I mean, you're never supposed yeah. to. As a working person, you're never supposed to just stay there. Minimum how- wage jobs are for people and starting. Yes, you know, starting their life, starting a career type wage. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'll say it. It's made for high school and college kids. That's exactly what it's made for. Or someone who, who is just entering the workforce. And trying to develop period. some sort of skill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and even if the skill might not be flipping hamburgers, the skill is going to be being showing up to work on time. Showing up to work when you're supposed to be there, on the days you're supposed to be there, working until your shift is over with. Uh-huh. I mean, getting used to real life, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what I think the ultimate minimum wage job was for. Of course, you're doing something. You're flipping a burger or you're cleaning something or, you know, stocking a shelf at the grocery store, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, part of that experience, I think, is also just the getting in the groove of having a job and maybe making a little bit of money and trying to manage it a little bit. And ultimately, <laughs> I think it's uh, working your ass off and seeing you're not making a whole lot. And maybe that's going <laughs> to put some fire in your ass to learn a trade. Right. Right. <laughs> I think that, that that's a great point. That is a good point. Yeah. You got anything else on your list? Um, I could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. hear something. Because I think we uh, about went through mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, my we, goodness. We, we touched on a whole okay. bunch of that stuff. Okay. Um. Did you hear about the Pennsylvania primaries? It's they still between McCormick and uh, Doctor Oz. They still don't have a winner yet, do they? Right, they don't have a winner. They're still counting votes or something. So they're counting something. Yeah. Um. They and to note, they use the Dominion voting systems. <laughs> idiots, <laughs> just idiots. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Um. 
You know the Michael Sussman trial started this week, right? Now, who is Michael Sussman for those that don't know? Michael Sussman is the lawyer for the Clinton campaign. Aha. Aha. And he was involved with... He is charged with lying to the FBI. About? Saying that he was representing a client, the Clinton campaign, when he wasn't. And then he goes back and he says, oh, I was just being a good Samaritan when actually he was representing the Clinton campaign. Regarding Russiagate. Regarding Russiagate, he lied to the FBI. So he's being charged with lying to the FBI. So Mm -hmm. he tried to tell the FBI, oh, no, 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 I did this solely on my own. Yes. I'm not working for the Clintons. In other words, he's going to try to take the the fall for Hillary. Uh, Right? eh, No? eh, No. What do you read into that? Well, I mean, take the fall. Like this is the this is the well. This is how the Clintons don't end up in jail. You know, somebody yeah. always takes the fall for them. I did hear Cash Patel whenever he was talking about this trial because he was involved in this the DOJ investigation and stuff. He said, "I don't think we will ever get Clinton, Clinton ever." And I'm like, "Oh man, I just takes a win out of myself." And maybe I'm full of hopium, but. At the same time i would like to see her do some time because i think she's an evil person lock her up of course yeah absolutely so anyways he's like yeah i don't think that we're going to get her on this one but so michael sussman is on trial this week it started and what came out is that um they knew that the russia 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 gate stuff was fake a year before they released it and guess who gave the thumbs up to release it who hillary hillary the Hillary Clinton uh. herself, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so why would she have done that? She just gave the she gave the green light to go. So to go was, where? To push out the Russia Gate information, the fake news. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh! You, I, you I misun- me? Yes, now okay. I, I, I misunderstood right. you. I, I'm right. sorry, Alden is to my left right now. I was kind of half-assed paying attention to him too. <laughs> okay, yeah. so yes, so uh-huh. in other words, he has basically said. Uh, Hillary's the one that gave the green light for all this Russian dossier bullshit. One of the witnesses, not Michael Sussman. Michael Sussman didn't come out and say, oh yeah, Hillary's the one who did this, blah, blah, blah. No, it was a different witness that they had called to the stand and they testified, yes, Hillary is the one who gave the green light to put out this false information. Sure. Mm -hmm. So what's going to happen? We don't know. We don't know. (laughs) You know what's really funny is that there are three Clinton donors on that jury and then one of the donor or one of the jurors. Oh yeah, I know you're looking at me really weird. Three yep. Clinton donors are on Three the jury. Three Clinton donors, yes. Boy, that works good for the defense. <laughs> so, um, then there is another. Who the hell picked <laughs> that jury? <laughs> what a bunch know. of shit! <laughs> I don't know. Isn't this mind blowing? You've got to listen to Cash Patel's latest on on his Epoch Times, the Cash's Corner. Like he gives some really good, like from his experience as an attorney and as, as the DOJ or DOD, whatever he was former. And then, um, as a prosecutor. So like he's picked over 60 juries. Sure. So he has, what does he have to say about that? He's like, you know, you just try to come in between. And of course this doesn't look good, but it came out after the fact. And then you try to get, you know, the, the right people from all different makes and models of life. And sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some, and you've got a 50, 50 shot on in Washington, getting a juror who was not Democrat. They're either going to be Democrat or Republican. Yeah. Oh, More whoa, or less, whoa, they're going to whoa, be. Whoa, 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 so, whoa. What? I agree with that. 50% chance they're either going to be Democrat or Republican. Yeah. 
but then above and beyond that. They're going to be Clinton donors? A donor. <laughs> I don't know. Come on. And I don't know if donor means, okay, they gave $5 to the campaign or they gave 500000 I have no idea. But there is another juror, get this, Michael Sussman, and then this juror, they both have daughters who play on the same soccer team. Jimmy Christmas. <laughs> I know. So they get, they go to the same elite. And private people school. wonder. People wonder why guys like me look at our entire justice system, I know. the entire justice system, and say you guys are broke and you guys are corrupt. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the justice system itself is broke because there's always rules for these elites that me and you, oh, shit, honey, we would never see the light a day. I know. If this was me and you, I think the American people see this though. I, really I hope do. they do. I really do. And I think all this stuff with Fauci, all this stuff with, with everything going on from monkeypox to COVID-19 to all of the things, the baby formula, the Biden admin, the Obama's looking silly. You know, I'm triple vaxxed and still got COVID, whoopsie. You know, go get your vaccine. Right. <laughs> like, I think it is, it is waking more and more people up to the fact that, man, we have been hoaxed for so long. Oh, we have been hook, line, sinkered by our government for so long. You know, I had a guy text me. It's been a couple weeks ago and I never responded to the text because I was driving whenever I got the text and I didn't respond. But I forgot to respond after that. But I thought about it. He asked me, he said, if Joe Manchin ran for president, would you vote for him? And I said, hell no. I'm thinking, hell no. Mm -hmm. He's still a Democrat. And I know that sounds really shallow and really stupid. And if that's what you think of me for saying that, well, the hell with you. Don't care. But I, no, I'm not voting for a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Well, he's he's not like an extreme leftist. He's pro-life, too. Is he? Good. Yeah. Good. So maybe I'm not saying he's a horrible guy. He's done a lot in slowing down Biden, yeah. as ironic as that is, him I know. being a Democrat. I know. Don't get me wrong. I've, he's done some stuff I agree with. Uh, he still voted to confirm this last uh, Supreme Court nominee, mm-hmm. you know? Who doesn't even know what a woman is. It's who cannot identify what makes a woman a woman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, I no, I'm not. Just because you're a little bit moderate, that's not what I need. Right. Mitch McConnell's a freaking moderate. I can't stand the guy. I, I, you know, I'm tired of these moderates. I want right wingers. You want constitutional constitutional conservatives with American first policies in mind. Damn right. Speaking yeah. of American first policies, did you mm-hmm. know this past week the country of India said we are no longer exporting wheat. I, You know what? I did read about that. Do you know what's significant about what, that? It, they're afraid me. they're going to run out of wheat. Oh. And they're like, we need to keep this wheat for our people. Why? Because Ukraine isn't planting it this year? Because that whole area, which a bunch of wheat comes out of that, that whole area. Like 40% of the... The world. I, I forget. You, some places say 40, others say a quarter. I don't oh, okay. know what it is. Don't matter. Okay. It's That's it's a, a large amount. Many, many yeah. bushels or yeah. metric tons in their, their area <laughs> is what they call them. But anyway, India sees the problem. Oh, Wheat is going to be hard to get a hold of. Mm-hmm. We know the stocks that we have right here. We're not going to ship any out now. We're, we're done exporting for right now. We're going we're gonna to keep our wheat for our people. So India... Sounds to me like they have an India first policy. Right. They're going to protect their own. Yes. Isn't that a novel idea? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be nice if America did that with oil? It's exactly what Trump did for us whenever he was in office. That's what I was getting at. Yes. We had an America first policy. We were producing oil out the ass. 
I mean, we had more damn oil around here than what we knew what to do with. But what happened to it, Ryan? Like, where did it go? We used it up, and now, now we've we've stopped it. Like, where what? Oil went to zero dollars because of coronavirus. Uh-huh. Okay. And all the money coming in to do drilling. You know, uh-huh. oil is heavily funded by investors. It's not just like, uh, just take me for instance. I I don't just take my own personal money and go drill an oil well. Mm. The risk is just too big. Mm-hmm. And and I'm I'm drilling post holes compared to what they're drilling in Texas and North Dakota. Right. You know, these are nothing. These are cheap compared to what they're doing out there. I mean, mm-hmm. they have big money investors who take small pieces of each well, mm-hmm. and many many of them. Well, when oil went to zero, all that money dried up. Or a hell of a lot of it. A lot of banks are ran and they're scared of them. And then now, you you know, you have Biden. It's just making it harder than hell to do any drilling anywhere. I mean, he just took out half the acreage in Alaska. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to drill on it. Mm-hmm. All these offshore programs that, that these companies had, done. Done. Anything on uh, federal ground, or not anything. He's making it so the leases on federal grounds are basically impossible to obtain. I mean, he's, he's, he's single-handedly just, and all the while, blaming it on Putin. Right. Screw right. you, you piece of shit. Yeah. You old senile bastard. You really think we're that damn dumb. <laughs> you old well, I'm serious. I feel sorry for him. I think it's elder abuse is what I think we're witnessing. Well, once again, I, I still, I, I do believe this is Barack Obama's third term. And mm-hmm. Joe Biden's just going to be the guy to take the fall for it. Right, right. What happens whenever they take him out of office and put Kamala in? I don't think it'll happen. You really don't? I think I think he'll serve up to 2024. What's going to be interesting is to see if they run him again. You th- there's no way. We don't think, but you know what? These are liberals. You there there's no way. I'm, you really think that? I here, yes, I do. Here's here's why. I think the writing is going to be on the wall. They're going to get their asses completely shellacked so bad in 2022 mm-hmm. it's going to send them a message they don't have a blind shot in hell's prayer mm-hmm. of one in 2024 so therefore whoever might be the next kook fringe ass leftist that they want to put up for to run mm-hmm. they're just going to be like well we want to save them for down the road hmm. we don't we, we don't want to just because we know that if trump runs or desantis or who whoever might be our nominee they they know like we're going to get our asses beat. You we, know Trump's We could bring run. Obama back what? for a third term if it was legal, uh-huh. and he would get beat. This is how bad they've done. So I, I in in that regard, I think they'll just run Biden again because they don't give a shit. He, we're going to lose. We just as well lose with the loser. Don't you think they would run Hillary before they run Biden? I don't. Uh, depends on how this Sussman shit turns out. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you think so? I, I think somebody. You want to talk about coming out it. singing? I think somebody's going to be coming out singing. But what do I'm, you mean? I'm just going to say a liberal. I think somebody is going to come out of this trial just singing like a bird. But I don't know that to be true. S- define singing. What do you mean? Oh, just letting it all hang out. Let it all come out. Say, oh, this is how we did things. Oh, yeah. In other words, really incriminate the, the now. I am that Hillary is. Yes, I am full of hopium for sure. But I do still believe that people have hearts and do the right thing. I really do. Yeah, out here in flyover country. I feel like (laughs) I feel like I hope somebody comes out singing like a bird. Well, we all do. We all hope the truth will prevail. Tattles on everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm not. I know. I know what's. I know what snitches get. Stitches. They get stitches. 
<laughs> but anyway. Well, but I mean, how? I'm just saying. The, the Clintons are powerful people. I know. And you go against them, you wind up dead. It's happened more you times Epstein than yourself, not. yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. They're, they have a long list of people from Arkansas to Washington mm-hmm. that has mysteriously ended up dead. Mm-hmm. And they know the Clintons did it. How many times for it, to, like how many times does it have to happen before it to be not a coincidence? <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. If the Clintons continually get away with all of this, mm-hmm. they're not stupid. I mean, this is, this is old gangster shit right here. This is, oh, this, yeah. is this is El Chapo type stuff. Yeah. You Ugh. cross me. I want to make an example out of you. Man. You know, mm. I hope that we all find out the truth. Really, really, really soon. Really, really, well, really I, soon. They're getting to it. Durham, mm-hmm. everybody always bitched of, you know, where did John Durham go? And I'm I'm guilty of it. Yeah. There was off there were many times I'm like, where the hell is Durham at? Where's it, this big Durham report? Where'd it come where's it at? And I told you, and I'm like, listen, sure. listen, Linda, it's taken some time. Yeah, and you know that's that's the <laughs> uh, that's the other thing. In in our world, we we want to know, we we, we want to be in tune with the media and everything that's going on, and in in situations like that, mm-hmm. you know, you don't go out. You're playing poker here. You're not just going to walk out to the media every day and show your hand of what you got. Right. You're gonna you're gonna keep trying to get the cards you need to win the game. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know. It <laughs> We're going to find out. I mean, we will find out. Cash was saying something about maybe having, having and I haven't looked up anything um, Friday. Alden and I hang out, and then today we hang out some more, so it's not like I've been up in the news and trying to figure out what's new and, and breaking. Right. So I don't know what's happened as far as Saturday goes with the Sussman trial, but Cash sure. said that we should have a pretty quick trial and um, – you know, have a determination and then it'll be two or three months before he's sentenced if he is, if and when he is found guilty. So, yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, a, it's just lying to the FBI. That is all he's charged with. But all of this other stuff is well. coming up. <laughs> so, yeah, it's very, it's, uh, there's, a, it is very complex and I've been following it from the beginning. Lying so. to the FBI. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of cash, because I'm a big fan of his, um, he wrote a children's book. I ordered it. It's called. Um, let me let me get my personal paper. Hey, do, do the old rush thing that. <laughs> <laughs> In your formerly nicotine stained fingers. <laughs> Here it is, um, the plot against the king. I have not read it yet, but I do know that Hillary's in it, Trump is in it, Cash Patel is in it, I believe Devin, a knight named Devin, which is referring to Devin Nunez, um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Hillary gets exiled and maybe walked off of a cliff. Maybe. That sounds like a great children's book. <laughs> so I'm going to, so, I've got like it on nice order. Nice little bedtime novel. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, um, her last name is Queenton. Like Queenton, not Clinton. Oh, Queenton. Queenton. Yeah, there's some okay. there's some play on words. It looks super super cute. I can't wait to read it. <laughs> so, what are you looking over over there? Well, all distracted. Right now, I'm looking out. I'm I'm looking at what a because brownout versus folks, a. Black. He is on his phone, and he is not supposed to be on his. Well, phone. I said I'm going to look at. I'm going to tell you the okay. difference between a brownout and a blackout. So that's saying, what I'm doing. Just saying. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Brownouts versus blackouts. And I find 
This is from uh, NECcoopenergy.com. The biggest distinction between brownouts and blackouts is that brownouts are partial outages while blackouts are a complete shutdown of electricity. During a brownout, the system capacity is reduced and the voltage is typically reduced by at least 10 to 25%. Unlike blackouts that are caused by unexpected occurrences, brownouts are done on purpose. Huh. On purpose? By the utility company. In other words... Everybody's got their air conditioners running, and it's just too much for the grid. We're going to have to shut somebody off. That's so we're running low on power here. We can't support. So what are we paying for? Well, here's what I don't get. Why in California do they call them rolling blackouts and not rolling brownouts? Are they controlled in California like that? Yeah. Yeah. the, The electric companies shut power off to people because they're running low on power. Too many of them electric cars getting charged. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> not enough. The joke about it is, is no, there's not. There's That's the joke is like, we don't even have enough power to do that. Uh-huh. But anyway, so there you go. That's, I don't know why California calls them rolling blackouts, but then now they're trying to change them. I guess blackout just sounds too bad. You know, you get blackout <laughs> drunk. You know, blackouts versus brownouts. So there's not a, there's not a whole Maybe, lot of difference. You know, blackouts probably kind of racist. Uh, that's exactly what they're doing. I bet that's it is. A, but then that would be racist. A brownout? A brownout, yeah. What about a whiteout? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. That's racist too. <laughs> yeah. Whiteout? Isn't that what you use to cover up something you did wrong with an ink pen? Yeah, you erase whiteout. it. You erase it. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're... I, th- I, I, I don't. Yeah, there It's you go. so interesting that this is coming to Illinois now in the Midwest. Right. It's bullshit right what it is. Yeah. We are sitting under so much coal. So much coal. Do you not think that this is all just a distraction from what's going on in the Sussman trial? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this is your this is your climate change zealots. Hey, this is your people who want you to truly believe that man-made global warming is a thing. They want you to believe that we are doing something. Hell, I just read an article uh before we came to air here of uh a few cities in America, San Francisco, go figure, a California city. San Fran. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they weren't the only one, but they were the one that was quoted in this article, are trying to sue big oil companies for climate change. What? Yes. Oil. And a judge a judge dismissed it, said, no, we're not even going to accept that case. Yeah. Because this climate change, it, that it's not like America is the only country on the earth burning fossil fuels. If you subscribe to it, that's yeah. the thing. I don't yeah. even accept the premise. Right. I don't even accept the premise that fos- us burning fossil fuels is warming this earth. I don't do it. And I just why? don't. And why? Can you explain to people who may may still kind of be on the fence with the green? We've done this green. before. Oh. Look okay. at the carbon monoxide, the carbon dioxide, volcanic eruptions put into the atmosphere. But isn't there a hole in our atmosphere? Because of aerosol cans. That's another thing they want you to believe. <laughs> the ozone hole opens up and it closes. It's been doing it for centuries. Oh, well, we're causing it. No, we're not. No, Us, we're not. The United States is, for sure. Well, that's what they want you to believe. But the only oh. reason they want you to believe it is so they can control you. Oh, okay. So they can have it. They can take some freedoms away. So they can take away your two-gallon per pl- for per flush toilet, toilet. yeah <laughs> hell i'd take a gallon and a half per flush right now how much how much okay here we go this is a good story how much do you wish we would have had a two gallon per flush toilet the other day whenever alden decided to load the damn thing up with toilet paper and flush it twice mm-hmm. what happened mom 
I had to get the plunger. Oh, what happened before you had to get the uh, plunger? The flapper stopped flapping and it just overflowed with, you know. The the commode completely overflowed. Yeah, dirty Why? Because one gallon is not enough to move a turd and three wipes down at one time. It wasn't three wipes. Let's just say that. We well, had like a whole roll of toilet paper in there. I know whenever we said this the other day <laughs> on the podcast, I said, I said, you know, this one gallon per flush toilet is turned into five gallons per, uh-huh. per use by the time you're cleaned up and done doing the job. I bet there are people out there going, five gallons? What the hell? Well, that's why, you know, I'm scared to wipe more than twice without flushing because there's just not enough volume of water to move the shit down the shit pipe. <laughs> Gross. I'm telling you. I can't believe we're talking about this again, honestly. Well, I, but well, it's all this climate change, global warming that's shit. That's a part You're of saving it. Saving right? the earth. And then sa- the saving water the savers water. in the, the shower heads. Oh, my God. Awful. It makes it so you have zero pressure. Yeah. I pee harder and it comes out of most right. of these hotels mm-hmm. uh, uh, shower They're heads. They're awful. They're yeah, horrible. Awful, awful, awful. But it's just a part of this this Green New Deal. Now, I want whatever. a 1,200 PSI power washer whenever I get in the damn shower if I can get it. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and I mean, hell, you don't. It's just awful. PSI, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's actually not very many PSI. No, but for a power washer, you'd still have zero skin. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you'd just be very exfoliated. But no, so so why do I not believe that fossil fuels are are damaging our country or damaging our environment? Mm-hmm. Because volcanoes exist. That's why. And they put out way more shit than what we ever has, have since the Industrial Revolution. Hmm. That's a fact. Sorry. Can't help you. It's just the way it is. Just uh, you one know. volcano or? Well, one eruption of Mount Pinatubo back in the. Oh, that's right. That's right. But yeah, put out more ash, carbon monoxide, and soot than we have since the Industrial Revolution. Gotcha. They want, But they don't want you to know that. Mm-mm. That's why we're not taught about it. That's why we're not taught about it. I mean, so I don't even I don't even subscribe to the premise that we have anything to do with global warming. When I was a younger girl, there was somebody who tried to talk me into getting rid of my hair dryer. Do you know how much oxygen you're actually creating with your hair dryer? No. <laughs> I don't know. It was you're like, creating oxygen. Like, That's a cre- new one. It was, so you're creating the airflow, and the Earth can't remake that or whatever it is that you're using. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I'm like, wait a second, what? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. What kind of friends did you hang out with? I think this is when I was a kid and getting my hair cut and a hairstylist was telling me that. You know, that person's an adult now. Um, That's really scary. They're probably a grandmother now, but yeah, because I was a child, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, but that's what they told me. You're a Biden voter, folks. Should probably not be using a hair dryer. Yeah. Like, okay. Which I don't use one very often, but... I yeah. never think about saving the earth whenever I don't use one. <laughs> I don't ever think about saving the earth. And that doesn't mean that I don't want clean air and clean water. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I want clean water and I want clean air. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I'm doing a damn thing to, to keep either from happening. Hmm. Because we are so tiny. We are uh, tiny. Once again, like I said, just me being a private pilot, just getting up in the air. Yeah. You know, even at 5,000 foot, you realize how small you really are. Oh, yeah. I mean, tiny. Tiny. Like little. And, we, and then these people want to make you think that you can do something to save the planet. You're not going to do anything to save yeah. the planet. Yeah, you ain't going to do shit. No. If you, it, it, I mean, I remember whenever I was in probably seventh grade at St. Mary's School, 
we walked to Wabash Valley College where they had a band playing who was nothing more than a garage band that acted like they were famous and they played all over the world. And I'll never forget, he was sitting there saying, like, <laughs> I've been to countries all over the world playing music. I mean, this dude must have thought he was Bono from U2, <laughs> which Bono's a, an idiot too. But uh, he's like, the water was so bad. Their living conditions are just dirty and horrible and just... If I could just have you guys do anything tonight, whenever you get home, go along the sides of the road. Pollution is everywhere. Pick up the trash. Oh, really? Save the world. If every one of you do just a little bit of something, mm-hmm. nobody has to do a lot if we all do a little. It's just that message right there. Yeah. You know what I did? Because I was a little skull full of mush who didn't know any better. Grab, did you pick up stuff? Grabbed the a freaking trash can. <laughs> And went and picked up somebody else's beer bottles and beer cans and, and trash and shit with? like that. I, it was something they drug us to whenever there was a stupid band play. I mean, okay. like I said, and this is a punk ass little garage band. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. they're probably all broke right now or yeah. high on drugs. Oh, I'm telling you, they were nobody. They were nobody, but they wanted you to act. They wanted uh-huh. to act like they were, you know, Greenpeace uh-huh. warriors. Uh-huh. And uh, they'd been, they were well-rounded, well-respected across the world. Everybody knew them. They're famous. Sure. And we stupid little kids thought they were telling the truth. Yeah. So but. you grabbed a trash can and picked up. Oh trash. yeah, yeah. Okay. And I'll I'll, uh, I'll never forget. <laughs> I won't name his name, but there was a farmer that was driving by. He drove by three times. He goes, "I'm gonna drive by three times. I'm gonna give you three things to pick up." And he threw out oh. yeah, each time about fifteen minutes apart three Milwaukee's best cans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so then I get home. I, my dad is like, from what I remember, my dad was like, what are you doing? It's yeah. like, well, I'm saving the earth. You know, I'm sure my dad rolled his head. He goes, well, while you're saving the earth, put the aluminum cans over there in that one so I can sell them. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? Your dad still saves cans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's so funny. But. Yeah. Oh man, you got anything else on your list? Um, I'm pretty sure I do, but that's I, okay. We're good. We've, we've been at it for a while here. Yeah. I'm, uh. I think I'm done. I'm. We're up here in this studio, and we got to name this studio. You know, Tony's new studio is the FTFB Studios. Is it? I love it. It's hilarious. We need to name our studio, but right now, our studio, which is upstairs in our sunroom, are you hot? It's hot. I'm freaking hot. hot We do this. We do this many more weeks. We're gonna have to crank the air conditioner down. Nah. Yeah. You want to know what the problem is? You didn't get up with me like morning people do. You know, you didn't get up. Today, me. yeah, yeah, and um, like start recording in the morning because at five o'clock, six o'clock it's in the not morning, hot in here. it's not hot in here. Exactly right. We wait until what two, three o'clock in the afternoon. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that's the problem. But that's the reason why the blackout curtains are in here so we can save energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. Yeah, before too long, we're not going to be allowed to turn on the air conditioner at this time of day. I can't believe that. I'll believe it when it happens. I'm turn. It, it, the second they ask me to conserve electricity, mm-hmm. I am opening all the windows and cranking the air down to sixty degrees. Oh my! Screw these people. Okay. All right. That's going to be a big bill. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. So now you, you I, I approach it. I approach it as uh, giving giving the world a, a, uh-huh. the middle finger, and uh-huh. you're like, wait, wait, wait. That's our pocketbook. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, hold up. Wait a minute. All right. We'll leave the windows closed, but I'm still going to have it at 60 in here. Oh, that's fine with me. I'm okay. The colder, the better. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Oh, anything to watch for this coming? You know what? I did detail your truck. My God. You know what? You've been working so hard. And it's um, been like two years since it's been detailed. You've been in such a bad mood. I thought, I don't want. I just 
I need, well, you've gotten a little too much rain that you like. You don't like this much rain right now. And um, you've kind of been a little cranky. Cohen and I had this conversation. I don't even know why. Hell, it always works out. (laughs) Right. It just pisses me off. You know, you work until midnight. You And then you wake up at five in the morning. You do it all over again. Uh And I've always said the first 14 days after I plant something, I don't want a rain. I don't want one. Mm -hmm. I plant my seeds deep enough to where they are in moisture. They will sprout, germinate, and grow. Mm Mm-hmm. So I don't want any moisture because moisture right then, that, well, now you're starting to flirt with things rotting and things drowning. And then what happens? Shit. You go plant and you get three inches of rain, just like we had the other day. And it just. Yeah. So you've been a little on edge. Kind of put me in a bad mood. Yeah. yeah. It just, so. it, I don't want to redo it. And I'm in, and you know, that's the bullshit too. It's like, if I have to go replant something, I buy up my insurance replant rate. I'll get paid a hundred dollars an acre just to go do it. But I don't want to. I'm shooting to do a good job. The first time that I do it, I don't want to mm-hmm. redo it. Mm-hmm. And plus, generally speaking, what I've always noticed is my replant never does quite as good as what my first plant did. Sure. So. Sure. I don't know. But, well, I was driving that truck and it was pretty gross. It was disgusting. Yeah. And uh, I thought it'd maybe put you in a better mood. Well, I was wrong. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh my God. But I do love you and I wanted to clean your truck up. Well, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. All right, we're going to call it a day right here. So glad you guys joined us. We hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Great week next week. We'll see you next Friday. Leah Thomas is still a boy. You were born an American. Don't forget to be one. Adios, my friends. Adios.